Hello, ladies and gentlemen and, and snakes and other people. The people. It's episode three. <laughs> we are doing it. Season we two. We are doing episode three. We. We. Oh, and it rhymes and it brings us such glee. <laughs> <laughs> We're just so in sync. I'm not talking over you at all. <laughs> nailed nailed that intro you know i think i think if you have come if you've made it this far in the podcast you know that this is part of our dynamic and you've come to you love it Sometimes you've come to expect yeah. this level of unprofessionalism <laughs> like you know it's at the heat of the moment sometimes ladies get excited and talk over ladies and it goes both ways and we apologize but also look how good of hosts we are <laughs> Look at the we content. apologize, but also we don't. We don't. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> if you don't like it, I apologize. <sighs> well, we, we I like it. <laughs> I am interrupting. <laughs> I am your host number one, as always. Who, in addition to interrupting, is now the proud owner of a brand new fancy webcam that wasn't manufactured mm. in two thousand seven. And let me so tell she's you coming folks, through so crisp. <laughs> it is like sitting right here with host number one herself. She's crisp. She's who, who knew? Who knew that technology would evolve so much in, I don't know, 14 years? <laughs> such that there would be a noticeable difference in web camera quality. <laughs> who knew? And yet, right here before us, the advances of the modern man. Incredible. That's, I, that's me. I am your host number two, and I am just simply odd. I am the one who is odd. That's A-W-E-D by Ooh. host number one's crystal clear camera. I was going to say, we're both odd. Ode, yeah. if you will. O-D-D. Yes, is for both of us. So I'm just <laughs> in awe looking at this visage and comparing it to my own, which is very blurry and is kind of funny. Technology's wild, man. But I don't know. It'll get. I'll start getting ads for. Hey, have you like considered wearing makeup once in a while? Hey, do you look cold? So have you considered buying this sweater? <laughs> it's like secretly, somehow, inexplicably, didn't despite not being a book of face product. And I will not call it by the new name. It's still no. going to somehow recommend me ads. It will. It's picking up on something right now, visually or audibly. And it mm -hmm. will do it. I get a mm. lot of stupid ads like that, too. Like, I'll talk about a product somewhere. And then I'll come home and they're like, oh, oh are yeah. you talking about these nail polishes? I love when I've purchased a thing. And then I get the ads for them. Like, no, I, you are, I am not going to buy a second. Unless maybe it's nail polish. I'm not going to buy a second of these. I have the one. Yeah. I already bought it. You don't need to advertise the thing that I already bought to me. You, you, I did it. That is the best. The one that I used to like, and I, I don't know if this still happens, but it happened to me earlier was my friend was in a wedding and she was showing me one of the dresses she was looking at through a website. Mm. And then I started getting ads for that wedding dress on my Facebook. I mean, I... I'm not going to buy, number one, I'm not going to buy a wedding dress. Number two, I'm not going to buy it because I clicked on somebody else's link for it. That's not for me. That's for them. 
Weird. I'm going to show up in their wedding dress. <laughs> Brad number two, a, baby. <laughs> no problem with that. Uh, well, if it wasn't clear to you already, this is Fetchin' Session. Welcome. Episode three of season two. Glad to have you we here. Are, we are your host one and two. Ooh, episode three, season two. We are your hosts one and two, and that doesn't Ooh. rhyme, but it kind of rhymes. Bad rhymes. Let me have the best one. I like one. it. I like it. Before we dive into all our quetching and bitching and moaning, I must remind you, as I do every two weeks, that's how often we do this, that the views and opinions and thoughts expressed on this podcast only reflect our opinions and views and ideas and don't reflect or reflect. I don't know what reflect is, but they they don't reflect the views and opinions of anyone we work with any companies we've worked with, any companies we currently work with, places we volunteered with past or present, friends past or present, historical figures past or present, etc. Yes, that's 100% true. Now, if you happen to agree with us, that's awesome. But <laughs> we are not here to speak for you. <laughs> Correct. So, you know, we, we, we started off this season talking about one of our favorite holidays, the spooky, the, se- the, the seasonal time of spook. Which truly the only holiday. Still have all of the spook decorations up. I genuinely don't know when they're coming down. This they is now we're <laughs> never. They're they're I'm going to super glue them to all of my shelves. <laughs> there there is a another holiday in the United States, anyway, coming up this fall that I think for a lot of people was like, oh, it's the holiday where you get together with your friends and your fam and you eat a lot and you kill a turkey. Maybe mm-hmm. not you directly, but you indirectly are participating in the murdering of turkeys. And weirdly um, ceremonially cut it if you're like those TV shows that I've seen. Where yes. And if we're a Norman Rockwell painting, weirdly ceremonially <laughs> cut it. But, you know, some other people, to some other people who I would say maybe we're here first mm-hmm. not sure. even maybe we're here first they refer to it not thanksgiving which i would say maybe a number of our listeners are familiar with many indigenous people refer to the holiday as the national day of mourning for obvious reasons yes because <laughs> i think if you're not aware by now i don't think we need to tell you that the cutesy story that you hear in elementary school is not not what went down and just more broadly uh, not what went down yep Truth. <laughs> so it's it's kind of a weird day if you think about it. You've got this one segment of the population that's got all the warm and fuzzies, and then another segment of the population just has to sit there reminding themselves that us white people stole a lot of things from them, including the land that they're standing on. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. It's you know a very strange, unsettling day, and you know I'll speak for myself as a white woman. The more I learn the more unsettled I become, which I think is probably the right thing. And it is, it is a good opportunity for us as, you know, as people to be thinking about, okay, this was a mass tragedy that happened. And, you know, we are still benefiting from a lot of what happened as white people. What can we do to, kind of turn this holiday around and make it more of a day of service and less of a day of, I don't know, what would you call like riding on our laurels? And like, I mean, I, mean, I think celebrating an idealism that doesn't actually, 
I mean, this isn't proper English, but like celebrating a thing that didn't actually happen, a sort of fairy tale candy floss vision of what happened in the past that in no way, like I would, something I was thinking about what you were, what you were saying that was Christopher Columbus, for example. Yes. You know, again, another thing where like in elementary school, at least in a lot of places in the US, it's like, oh, Columbus, you know, uh, mm. sailed the ocean blue, whatever, and did all this stuff. And then you grow up and you're like, no, he just straight murdered a lot of people, <laughs> just tons of murdering. And what is nice, I think there's still a lot of work to do and it definitely varies by region, but I think there's a lot of places that are sort of acknowledging that a lot more where, you know, there is a federal, is it federal? Columbus Day, where some places are calling it Indigenous Peoples Day, or, yes. you know, finding, to your point, finding other ways to celebrate, quote unquote, or acknowledge the day, mm -hmm. as, a, as opposed to just, oh, we have the day off work, and it's Columbus Day. It's like, oh, well, it's Indigenous Peoples Day, and here's some things going on that we can, like, edu better edu educate ourselves, or donate, or spend time doing something good for other people. Yes. But it's interesting now that I think about it, that such a, I mean, I think such a thing has not happened yet for the holiday that is deemed Thanksgiving. It has not. And it will be interesting and, you know, it will be like a good day to see that sort of transform into what it like rightfully ought to be. Funny side note about Columbus. One of my favorite things that I ever learned about him was that like he was such an idiot and they gave him like his three were like some the like, three of like their worst ships and we're just like ah this asshole will never come back. <laughs> so, like, oh my god. I this was a long time ago so fact check me on it but essentially he was like yeah they basically were like stop bothering us take these like crusty ass ships and like get out of here. Go we'll do yeah. something else but like I don't want to see you do it. Yes. So like every time I see a statue of Columbus and every time anyone sees one now I should just think about what a moron that person is. Well then I guess if we're going by the like literal the story of like oh he was looking for India that also to me lends a little more credence because <laughs> dude you, you what? <laughs> How did how did, what did, excuse me? So he's just like, yeah, I guess, guess we're in India now. If that's again, what the story, like that, that, that actually checks out it's in my head quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Just think about the most annoying man that you know, or have worked with. And just imagine yeah. that person centuries ago sailing on a ship. Also, just again, like, even if it was crappy ships, like, that's literally what happens now. It's like, here's a lot of money. Like, go, like, you're the son of whoever. Mm -hmm. Go do something. I don't care what you do. So, like, you don't have to actually do anything. Yes. You just kind of go play by yourself <laughs> and, like, get to live your life. Exactly. Doesn't and in Columbus's case, go, go a murder in. But, you know, yes. side note. Yes. He's a murderous moron. So, you know, what what are we here for if not to complain and also give you unsolicited advice? So, you know, we thought, okay, well, there hasn't been sort of a concerted effort really by on like a bigger scale of any kind to sort of bring this kind of awareness to the Thanksgiving holiday or rather uh, the National Day of Mourning mm -hmm. and make it more of a day of service. So we'll, we'll give you some suggestions. So you, the listener and beautiful snakes at home, can 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 do something yourself you don't need to look it up you don't need to think about it we will do we have done the thinking for you that's beautiful yes all you need to do um we'll talk you through some of these and then in our way we will include <laughs> a few additional resources and links in the comments i mean and i'm saying comments but what i actually mean is 
the episode summary. When we in our it. comments, i.e. the episode summary. And hopefully, you know, whether or not whether or not you're able to contribute in a monetary way or just by sharing, spreading the word, learning something, reading an essay, all of these things are helpful and educational and growth opportunities that I'm very excited about. So I have an activist friend who sends out a weekly newsletter and she compiled a good deal of these and is allowing me to share them with you. So thank you. Thanks to her. One of the first suggestions, and this isn't this is one for folks who do feel comfortable offering a financial donation, is paying monetary reparations. So, you know, and there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Everybody has a certain means that they're able to contribute. Um, one idea could be if Thursday or Friday is a paid holiday for you, as it is for me, um, you can contribute that day's pay to a tribe whose stolen land your home or workplace occupies. And, you know, you can learn if you're like me and you're like, oh, I wonder which tribes that could be. Um, we'll provide you a link in the, in the comments to help you just get a sense of whose land we're occupying. And most tribes will have a donate button on their website that you can then just like go over to and share share some of the wealth. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would say if if you can't find the information, because we'll we'll give you links and resources, but. Surprise, surprise. Sometimes the information is hard to find. Gee, who would have thought? Yes. Weird how they don't publicize this information. You know, uh, if you can't find it, find a different one. Mm -hmm. A it's spiritual, true. you know, because I think everyone, everyone is standing on everyone else's stolen land. And so even if you're maybe not, and again, assuming you're able to, contributing directly towards the place you are currently occupying, it would still be a nice gesture to do it for a different group. Totally. And even if you can't, you know, share if you find a good resource. Share it with your friends. Just let them know, like, hey, this is this is a pretty cool opportunity. This is the land that we're on. And then if they're, you know, just, like, offer them the opportunity to give back in their way. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of giving back, this one is a little – this one it takes a little creativity, but it's one that I've been thinking <laughs> a lot about. You know, the International Day of Mourning is an incredible occasion for just reminding people within, like, our own realms of influence, like our friends, our family, that – we as like a, a collective of white people do own land that was stolen. Now everyone needs, this is my two cents. You know, if you're, if you're someone who lives on like a small, a small piece of land and is living in your life and your home, we're not necessarily talking to, to you. We're not, we're not talking to the people that live in like eight, 600 square foot apartments. We are not talking to the people who are living in like, three family home that is occupied by three to four families <laughs> right no we're talking we're, like, we're talking like the mcmansions of the world yeah or like the united many, states do you rather have a second or third or fourth vacation home or no do you own a golf does? course yeah might you why <laughs> that those big swaps of land there's a lot of really good opportunities to you know give some of that back to the people who could really stand to benefit from it from which it was taken so there are no real set of rules right now or universal Again, ways. surprise, surprise. Yeah. Weird gee. that they don't have instructions for how people can do this. Could it be? Could it be by design? <laughs> no. Nah. But we have surfaced an article from Resource Generation that will offer a lot of help in ways that you could get started, including a few case studies that are just really interesting and inspiring to read about to give you a sense of 
even if this isn't you or even someone in your circle, like, you know, some third connection that you have that you know just owns a ridiculous amount of land, maybe a cool opportunity to share with them. And like, are you like, I like I the question is rhetorical. Are you even using it? I know the answer is no. Yeah, the answer is 100 percent. No, the, the, the answer is no. I don't need you to answer. I know that the answer is it's a rhetorical question. Like you don't. What the fuck do you need this for? I know a person and this is this is someone that I'm like hoping to establish a relationship with where I can have a conversation like this who sort of like a, a third or fourth degree connection owns the biggest, biggest home I've ever seen, but not just that home. Multiple homes in major expensive cities across the coast, several Damn. condos, and is looking to actively buy more. What do you do? What like do you, that, what, who, what? You physically, even, even if I somehow is able to like continue living if I chop my body up and this is getting weird people if I could like like a robot or like a transformer or a power rangers if I could power ranger style separate my body into the arms and the legs and the head and the torso and go have that still doesn't sound like it would cover all of the places that this person <laughs> so many places so many places I'm like what the fuck is a torso gonna do in like Washington anyway <laughs> no idea and it's like that folks like that that's a perfect opportunity to do some educational work. You know, that's that's something for me to like figure out what the best way is to just like strike that up casually and see if we can motivate some right moves to be made um, just to give you snakes a sense of this, this sort of things that we might be like aiming to do as a people. And then, you know, the one of the last things for now, you could stream and contribute to UAINE's National Day of Mourning event at the quote unquote side of the first Thanksgiving. So that, you know, we can provide Facebook links, YouTube links. And we will community. in our comments, i.e. complaint section that Heck we write yes. ourselves. Complaints. We'll provide you more information about that. It's the United American Indians of New England provide you their website so you can learn more about the event. You can witness it. Um, you can fund it. It's it's just a really, really powerful thing that I think a lot of us could learn a lot from. But like we said, these are just a few of the many resources available out there. And in our complaints section, we will offer you some a handful more. And if we had an email, I would ask you to send me your favorites. But that's that's not yet. So just hold Keep on to them. In your heart. Keep as as yeah, as as that roller coaster in Japan during the peak of COVID said, like, what was it like yell inside your heart? Like they because they didn't want people yelling out loud, like yell and scream inside your heart, which is a big mood. <laughs> you know, uh, keep those links, keep those links and resources that you find. Have them inside your heart. Share them with people around you because yeah. we haven't really given you a good way to share them with us. Besides, yeah. listen, if you can find our Twitter account, Boy. you can tweet at us. And if you <laughs> it, reach us it shouldn't be hard. But... If you reach us, you will get one snake token and also Ooh. you will have grown and given back as a person doing the right thing. And I know it's hard to like do or outdo a snake token, but. I feel like by a hair. It's very <laughs> hard. Just, just outdoes the snake token in terms of value. So it's a real win-win. It is. It is. She's right. She's right, guys. Get them snake tokens any way you can. 
So I think this actually ties in as we try to do really well with our next topic, which just goes to uh, the concept of caring about people other than yourself, people who are in different situations than you, people who just aren't you, people who are in the exact same situation as you and just aren't you. Non-me people. Yeah, I know. And it's wicked hard for a lot. It's wicked hard, right? Wicked hard. Wicked hard for a lot of people to... Like, it seems very hard for people to consider the fact that there are other people with thoughts and feelings and struggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that certainly applies to the day of mourning because mm-hmm. there are, there's a whole host of people who don't have a place that's theirs that is theirs. Yeah. Because a bunch of white people decided that it belonged to them now. And that's how white people roll. They just take stuff and decide it's theirs. Mm-hmm. Because, again, caring about other people and their experiences is rough. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think we've all noticed it. Certainly the uh, late pandemic mm-hmm. has certainly exacerbated this. I think the fact of the matter is too many men and also too many white women. Yep. We're, we're starting start, we're coming for you. Us yes. have become, it's gotten so like just, it's become painfully fucking obvious. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it was, harder or took longer maybe in pre-pandemic times depending on the circumstances to like notice how people didn't ultimately really care about it like you knew yes i think you know i mean listen the the like homeless crisis in the u.s is a prime example of that yeah not giving a shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) about other people but it's just i feel like on a on like a micro scale i'm seeing that so much every single goddamn day now again using the pandemic as an example which, you know, everyone get your vaccines. If you're eligible, get your boosters. Like, and that's mm-hmm. great. But the like, uh, COVID's basically over for me. It's nothing. I don't need a mask. Okay. So may- maybe you objectively as you, the individual, mm-hmm. technically, one could argue by like dictionary definition, don't need a mask. If by that dictionary, if by that dictionary definition, that means if you got COVID, you would be fine. But here's the weird thing. There's other people who exist. What? Around you. I know it's crazy. So like, and you know how like we don't know or we uh, maybe know a little more of how it's transferred between sick individuals, but I think it's still honestly a gray area. And listen, we've got loads of unvaccinated willingly. Let me clarify willingly. Although a kids can now get vaccinated. So if you've got kids, do it. Do it. Um, There are other people that will be more fucking affected, even if you were not. Yes. And just the lack of like making that very simple to me anyway, leap of like, Oh, well I'm going to be okay. But other people are not going to be okay. Yeah. To your example, honestly, of let's look at the that housing example on like a on a bigger scale. So yeah. I'm someone who owns a zillion houses in a zillion places, and there's housing shortages. There's people can't afford houses. I'm fine because mm-hmm. I can live wherever I want, and I have this. But the fact that I own seventeen thousand houses on the East Coast means that I am in like I am one hundred percent preventing honestly probably a lot of people based on the examples you told and the size of these things from having a place to live in that area who like maybe need to work in that area and don't want to have to commute three and a half hours to get to work every day because so it's just but it's just 
not, you know, littering. Again, it doesn't have to be people littering yep. on the ground. It doesn't affect me, but more like a broader fucking earth, it does. Yeah, it has an impact. My fucking in NFTs, my head. Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. all this shit. Yes. Oh, it's questionably great for me. It might actually be bad for me because I don't know if you're aware. NFTs are a scam. But anyway, that's a topic <laughs> for another day. You're destroying the environment. You're fine. The rest of the world ain't. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. Yeah, because you're fine. And it's, and what's crazy? It's like unless it's you or someone you directly care about, it's irrelevant. So like mm -hmm. unless you get again, let's bring it back to to COVID. Unless you get COVID or you know someone in your family who's gotten COVID, you know a friend who's had a serious case, not even gotten a serious case. Unless you've seen it directly happen to you or someone you know, mm -hmm. it it isn't relevant. Absolutely. It's like, imagine you're driving, oh, you wake up one morning and you're, say that you're someone who drives to work and you wake up and your vehicle has been replaced with a tank, like an army <laughs> tank. And this is, for some reason you understand, the vehicle you are forced to drive from now on, this is your car, no matter what, you drive a tank. Just because- Sounds cool isn't really actually in functionality. Like parking's going to be a bitch. It's going to be hell, Yeah. It's going to be real bad. And see, already you're thinking about this more considerately than others because you could just tank over anybody's car and park in anybody's spot <laughs> on your way to work. It wouldn't it wouldn't physically harm you to plow down any people who are in your path or run red lights and just crash into shit. You could do all those things and be fine. But somehow, you know, you shouldn't. Like, you know, like, doesn't some part of you should be like, oh, this is murdery. This is vehicular is manslaughter. A little, like, a little touch of murder. None of those people are you. And yet they're dying. And your tactic, and again, not you. The yeah. driver's tactic is bad and they should feel but bad. Then, but then you realize that one of the cars you run over is your... Uh, your sister's car. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Like, how's my sister yeah. going to get to work? How's my that's going to be expensive? Da, 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 ba, da, ba, da, ba, da. Like, until you know, until it's someone you know, it's like I don't, it's right. a, a, a bizarre thing. And I think that actually something you had noted, it's the stupid thing. And like, men, we're calling you out. We haven't called you out really in this episode. Mm -hmm. And it's just not really on brand. So let me bring it back. Yes. Where the logic with men who do shitty things to women or mm. male presenting people who just do shitty things. It always has to be like caveated in the context of like, you wouldn't do this to your wife. You wouldn't yeah. do this to your daughter. Can you imagine if it was your sister? It's like, I shouldn't fucking have to imagine if it was my sister or my mm -hmm. wife or my daughter. I just have to go, this is a person mm -hmm. and I don't want that to happen to them. And I certainly don't want to be the one doing it to yes. them. Yes. You know, if you know any pro-lifers who I feel, I don't have any official evidence for this, but I feel the Venn diagram between the anti-vaxxer and the pro-lifer is probably a oh, decent overlap. It's very nearly a circle, I'm sure. We've got, yeah. So if you anti-vaxxer come in contact with a woman who you don't know is pregnant, because a lot of people don't show until a lot later, and she becomes infected because she's a high risk because she's pregnant, and then she falls ill and something horrible happens to her child. You're saying 
you prefer that scenario to abortion. <laughs> yes. And both unless, unless it's fun. your wife or your sister. Right. Right. Because then <laughs> or your like, girlfriend. Oh, pregnant. We got to take care of her. I want this niece of mine to make it into this world. And you're like, yeah, everybody wants their niece to. Most people want their niece to make it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need that example. Freaking Maron. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, it's so bizarre. Like you shouldn't have to be directly affected by problems mm-hmm. to care about them and the fact that they affect other people around you. And it's just like so wild. And it's not even, it's like that, but also just a total, like the the weird computer logic that doesn't act like, you know, if A, then B, if B, then C. Mm-hmm. If it it if it hasn't happened to me or someone I know, and I know we touched on this before, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And that's like a very weird, faulty computer program because mm-hmm. that's that is not true. Yeah. But like if it's outside of your immediate scope of of experience, it can't possibly happen. Mm-hmm. And it's funny like that- I think it oh, good. No, please, after you. Oh, I was just going to say this is a longer topic, but I think it also speaks to the whole poverty narrative bullshit where you've got all these rich people who, listen, okay, you didn't choose to be born into a rich family, but you got mommy and daddy's money and you did whatever you did. It's like, oh, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, like you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, you know, it's Your does- $300,000 investment or your mom worked with the head of whatever, so they gave you a job. It's fun. Like there's not, listen, you, again, you didn't choose to be born there. No, but that's when you go. I, I acknowledge that I am in a much different situation than lots of other people. Yes. And again, like the privileges and and luxuries that I was afforded, like I didn't knowingly. Yeah. Kick some other child out to like be in this place, but I am better off than so many other people. And I acknowledge that. And therefore, no, don't have all my boy straps get bent. Yeah, like be a support. And you know, this the poverty, the poverty narrative is interesting. The other narrative, well, it ties into a lot. But one of the things that I was thinking of was the climate crisis, where, mm. you know, a lot of these previous conference of the parties, and I mean, you know, a lot of the things that happened outside of them too, it started a long time ago with very small groups from countries global south who were firsthand experiencing things that were happening be like hey y'all the, the, my water is rising this is affecting everything that i do our, like our whole country's well-being it's affecting food it's affecting us we got to do something about this it's like a cool million degrees and so crops you know pretty much insta die under those circumstances yes and everyone who's not them at the Conference of the Parties, a.k.a. Global North, a.k.a. <laughs> USA and co. Is like, uh, meh, meh, I don't really know about that. Like, I'm not excited. I'm cool. I, I, I'm good. I had a nice beach vacation. Now I'm having a nice fall. And like, everything's great because it's not you experiencing it. You just don't listen to these people and you don't believe them. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, COP26, right? Or COP29. I have no idea. Here we are at the latest cop. And, <laughs> and we're 
just now starting to talk about, eh, maybe something's wrong, where these people have been telling us that. People have been telling us that for years, but because you weren't affected, you didn't listen. And now the and whole it's even, planet is fucked. And even it's still the kind of thing where like, well, only people who, you know, can't afford to have air conditioning or people who don't, you know, live in squalid conditions or people mm -hmm. who can afford to artificially, because that's really what it is, artificially live in an environment where it's more tolerable. Yes. So you've got the people in their McMansions and all that. Like, I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. I make it work. Exactly. It's, it's, it's just so evident. You know, I, um, I used to do phone banking part of one of my previous jobs and I was making phone calls on behalf of fundraising for climate change once. And I spoke to a woman, older woman who the conversation very much went, hi, you know, here's the current crisis that we're in. Here's what we're trying to fundraise to do. Would you like to participate? And she pretty much just said to me, I don't have any grandkids. I don't have any kids. I don't care what happens because it's all going to happen after I die. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that's wow. the, like, epitome of that. Yeah, that, like, talk about not caring for other people. That was, like, the most blatant example of how I, how people, how men, how many white women are approaching the rest of the world, the rest of the mm -hmm. people around them. Mm -hmm. like, I don't care what fucking happens to you. Not going to touch me. I'm going to touch me or my family, so what do I care? Right? It's absurd. Yeah. She was a psycho. I got off the phone with her <laughs> as quickly as I could. <laughs> Sounds like a delight. Oh, it was a good one. It was a good one. It was uh, a good one. Well, yeah. On that note, we will end our phone bank with you. Yeah. But don't worry. It's coming to the comment section. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out on yet another kvetchy downer. But when are our podcasts not downers? They're always downers. Those we kvetch about energetic stuff. motivators. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Like, ooh it's all about branding. It's all about branding. Yeah. Another energetically that. motivated podcast. <laughs> yes. Thanks for getting a hype with us about shitty things and then going into the world and trying to fix them. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Especially the snakes with your cute little dog faces. <laughs> you got little faces and I love them. Especially the ones with dog faces. <laughs> They have little doggy faces. Please take care of both yourselves and one another. Yes, that's key. One another, and even if you don't, even if you're not related to them, mm -hmm. take care of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Just another human being. Mm -hmm. Look out for that person. You would want them to look out for you. And uh, get vaccinated already. If you mm -hmm. haven't, you fucker. Yeah. Get you a booster if you're eligible. Get it. Get it. Get it. And get it. Uh, hey, if you got kids and they're eligible for Pfizer, go do it. Hell yeah. Vaccinate them, go little guy. Do it. You do not want to find out what Delta will do. Just fucking get it. Mm -hmm. Just get it. And then, you know, go out for ice cream or something. Mm -hmm. Have a nice ending to it. Cool. Which you did you something can brave. Do. <laughs> Wear a mask when you go get your ice cream. Mm -hmm. If you're indoors. Yes. But go get some ice cream. Get it. Well, we'll uh, see you in about two weeks with more 
shitty things to complain about. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.